What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of Mop Pop Podcast, the podcast where we talk to small business owners to find out more about them, their businesses, and their effect on the communities. I'm your host, the More Than Average Joe. Now, in this episode, you're going to hear some coughing, and it's because I'm getting over a cold. I hope you really enjoy it. I had a lot of fun talking to talking to Jen. I am sitting here with Jen Carter, the owner of Jenna Bug Baby Boutique here in Carroll, Iowa. And Jen, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start us off? Okay, so my name is Jen. I am a mother of three. I have two boys. Um, They are six and seven. Their names are Oliver and Odin. And I have a little girl named October. She is two. And I live here in Carroll and yeah that's <laughs> about me <laughs> no that's awesome um so you you grew up here in Carroll um what was your first job I actually did not grow up here in Carroll I okay. grew up in Oskaloosa Iowa it's about two and a half hours like southeast of here um my first job was just um like a grocery bagger I guess at Hy-Vee when I was 14 um my my mom was a single mom so we like me and my brother um were we got jobs when we were young as soon as we could and that's kind of how I learned where responsibilities so it was kind of nice um I mean Hy-Vee isn't I wouldn't say one of the highlights of my career but I do feel like you know having a job when you're young and learning the basics of how business works, uh, even just the responsibilities of a job title was crucial. So I guess that's where I got my start. And then I worked there through high school. Um, I went to college uh, at a variety of places. I went to the University of Iowa first off, and I I didn't get a degree there, but I moved to Arizona shortly after um, and then I went to school there and worked part-time as a makeup artist, um, and then I, um, got pregnant, so, with our fir- my first baby, and moved back home, and then I, I don't know, <laughs> I just kind of jumped from job to job until my little boutique baby grew (laughs) so so what what made you want to start jenna bug baby boutique okay so that's kind of um it's it's kind of a long start so when i when i had my first baby um i was only 21 and i was young and i didn't really know anything i i mean i worked part-time jobs i didn't you know i i was in school, but I hadn't graduated yet, so I didn't even really know what I was doing with my life yet. Um, and I had baby number two 13 months later, so they were back to back. So pretty close together. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was a chore, but it, they're awesome. Um, but actually, so when I did have um, the boys so close, we we were I did not have any money. Like me and my the boys' dad, they like 
we struggled. Um, we lived in a crappy apartment. I mean, it, it was one of those things. Well, he, his cousin introduced me to cloth diapering. So she had these like super, super cool cloth diapers on her baby. And I, I just was so floored by them because they're, they're like diapers that are adorable. I don't know. So the more I was around her, the more I saw like how awesome they were. And then they saved her money and all these good things. And I did not have the money to do it. And I was staying at home with the boys and I decided that I was going to try and make them myself because when you're, you know, a stay at home mom and you're young, or I guess if you're not young, but, um, like you get this downtime that's, it's not boring, but like if the kids are playing or if they're napping, you need something to do for you. And so the way I filled my time was I self-taught myself how to sew. And I did start with the cloth diapers only because we couldn't afford the like really, ex there's cheap ones and then there's really like cute ones, but the cute ones are kind of pricey. So we didn't have that kind of money. So I literally started my business with $35 worth of fabric from like, I can't remember if it was Hobby Lobby or Joann's with something along that lines. And I went and I sewed them up and they were horrible, but they were functional. So I made about 15 to start for me for my boys. And after that, the cousin that introduced them to me was like, I feel like if you practice, you could sell these. Like if this lady on Etsy that she bought them from made them, like I could totally do it. So I did, I practiced and I practiced. And since I didn't have the money to um, buy a lot, I basically made what I could for me. And then with the leftover fabric, I, um, I looked into the licensing and I took the leftover fabric and I decided to open an Etsy shop and to sell them. So basically I was just using like the extras to pay for our stash. And then, I mean, the boys' dad, um, he had a job to pay for our bills and all that stuff. So my money was just basically going back into what I decided to do. Um, at that time, it was it was so small. Like, I would sell one or two diapers a week. It, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then we moved from Des Moines up to Carroll um, because he had taken a job up here. My family, my dad lives in Glidden, which is... Um, you know, like seven miles away. Yeah, it's not too far. <laughs> yeah, so we had visited up here quite a bit, and um, he, uh, we lived with him for a little while when we moved here, and I had my little Etsy shop. I got a job um, at the post office, and I was delivering mail, and I just, there was this little spot in the plaza, and it was so cool because the if you're familiar with Carol, there's like a little strip mall, um, and it's not very. It's like some hair salons and like yeah. I don't know. It the space that I was in when I got my little store was not very big. I would say I can't remember the square feet, but like maybe 400 square feet max. It, oh wow! It so was really small very place. small. It was super okay. small, and we I just. After I had an Etsy shop for so long and we moved up here, I just was like, you know what? There's nothing in this town for babies. Like, there's no, I mean, we have a JCPenney's, we have a Walmart, 
and that and we have consignment stores so (laughs) yeah and at that time I had built up to where I was selling I mean I was selling hit or miss a few diapers here and there sometimes more on like it it kind of was scattered but I thought if I could make something other than diapers then I could order some things in and make some things so I started using my scraps because I'm like a hoarder of things. So I kept all the smaller pieces of fabric from the diapers that I made. And we started with slippers. And so we had diapers and we had slippers. And then people would buy those as sets. So that was kind of cool because it was like a bundling um, thing. And after that, I was like, okay, if I can make these two things, what else can I make? And we just started looking. Well, they make these pants that are... Um, they're called harem pants. We actually have them in the store now still, um, but they are like tighter around the waist and then they kind of balloon out around the like butt area so that they fit over cloth diapers. And so we started making those and then it was like, okay, so you bought the diaper, you bought the slippers that match the diaper, which is cute. And then you could buy the pants that go over it. And after we started like doing that, it started picking up online a little bit more, which gave me kind of a confidence boost into moving forward with the storefront. And so what I originally started doing with the storefront that we had, which I'm telling you was like two tables, a few hooks on the wall. Like it was so, (laughs) so tiny. But um, it was cool because we had like, I after that so I was like what are these little things that I could put in here just to make it look like a store and we'll see what goes good and what doesn't and we decided when we opened we had the cloth diapers we had slippers we had some blankets um and then like some burp cloths like the basic baby things and then I found some vendors that I ordered in and we just started super super small I I mean I started with the money I had in my pocket we we, I never took out a business loan. Like, I am 100% self-funded. Um, so it was nice that we had a small space that didn't cost very much money so that we could do that, and we built. And then after – so we got the space after I was on Etsy for three years. Okay. So I had been online for a while, but like I said, I, I mean, I didn't go around being like, oh, I'm the owner of Genova. Like, I never yeah. really said anything. It was like, it was totally a, in the my closet at home hobby. Yeah. And um, so when I moved to the store, I was like, okay, this is cool. And we moved in there in August of 2016, or um, June of 2016. And I got pregnant with October, in October of 2016. So we had been there for four months and I got pregnant, and I, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) because we just, I mean, when you own a small business, you can't take time off, Yeah. so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here, but she was born in July of 2017, and I, being so small and being such a community-focused town, like, she came to work with me at three days old. So I basically had her, I went home for a day, and she was back with me in the store um, basically the following Monday. And um, it was just really cool. The community was super accepting of that, and people came in to see her 
and I feel like half the time my shoppers that I had were just coming in to see my baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, it was cool. She was my my very first model that I had, um, so I could take pictures of her all day and put them on Facebook, and it was just kind of cool to have like our products being like shown instead of just being like, oh, this is what I have as a picture. Um, so that was cool to learn like that aspect of um, like marketing and. When she turned eight months old, she got kicked out of the store, basically. She was crawling, and it was a nightmare. So <laughs> then she left me, and so eight months old, when would that have been? July. So, like, the following March, and that would have been 2018. Um, that next month, the the building that I'm in now, the they put a for rent sale or sign on the front door and I was like oh my gosh like this might be my sign I don't know I'm like a weird firm believer of things happen when they're supposed to yeah and so like I had just basically like become baby free where I was able to focus all of my time into my store and I felt like I just had like a vision of like not like where I wanted to go but like how I wanted to do things better and I did really well down there for being in a super tiny location and I knew that at some point I would outgrow it because it didn't have a back room like the checkout counter was my sewing counter and so people like I would have my stuff out and I would be sewing and then people would come in and I would have to like push it to the side to check them out or help them or um which was super inconvenient and we looked at the space I'm in now, which is about six times at least the size of that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and my fiance was like, no way, man. He was, he was, he didn't, he does not have my vision for the store, obviously. But he did not, he was like, there's no way you're going to fill it. And within a year, so we, obviously these people that are listening can't see it, but we have a front door access to a street, and in Carroll, there's um, stores on, it's called Adam Street, which is where like our shopping is. And then we actually have a mall entrance inside as well. Mm -hmm. um, our workspace um, used to be so small, and it's like towards the back of the store. Here, we don't have a back room either, so um, we kind of had to like makeshift make one. And we ended up getting, like, we grew so much that first year that we had to shut the door to the mall just so that our back room could expand. So we have done so well. Um, and now we're not, we don't actually make cloth diapers at all anymore. We, once we got into Carol, um, the other things that we started making took off. Like, now we're, our biggest things that we make are the headbands, joggers which are just a kind of pant um the hair and pants are still popular we do onesies we do um, blankets and like burp cloths and bibs and then we do order in some stuff too still but i feel like um going forward we're gonna try and just become like one solid brand at some point so well that's yeah awesome. it's it's taken time but we've built yeah um up a long ways so i mean so my grandparents actually live in the area and 
um, we used to come up here all the time as kids. Mm -hmm. And this space actually used to be a bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I remember this space as a bookstore, and it looks nothing like it used to. And it's awesome. I love what you've done with this space here. Yeah. So I am, yeah, this is... This is awesome. I mean, you've filled, I mean, you've, there's a ton of stuff up there and you've got a lot of, you got a lot of growing space in here too, which is mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Um, so you kind of answered my next question too, which were, what, what were some of the challenges you faced uh, getting up and running, which, you know, tiny store, yep. <laughs> probably yep. one of the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. um, but how do you feel? I mean, obviously you are in a community that is built um, by entrepreneurship. Um, how do you feel? your small business has affected this community and kind of um, grown it as an entrepreneurship community? Um, I honestly feel like Carol is very supportive of their small businesses. Like, I mean, I've never owned a small business anywhere else besides here, but I even the small store that we, were, we started in, I just had so many people come in there and I'm not kidding you, like two tables. Like if I would have walked into it back then, I would have been like, wow, she doesn't really have much in here. Like mm -hmm. there's, it, we just started with such a little variety of things. And I just had people constantly thanking me for bringing it to Carol. Like we don't have anything for kids. And um, it wasn't even that. Like we sit here and we make it. So it's not even like I just order it and I push it on people. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this cool thing I made. It's so mm -hmm. fun. And we do, we get people that just constantly are like, thank you so much, like, please don't leave us, please don't leave us, and I was scared um, that when we moved downtown, I was going to be too big for my britches, and I wasn't going to make it, because it was such a big leap, it, yeah. it, we went from like super tiny to giant, almost super fast, but... It, we did. We just, you know, posted it on Facebook, and the community has shown up for us, and I am so grateful. Um, it's really cool because as a mom, I feel like moms almost need, like, their own support group. So at the small store, um, you know, we would have moms just stop in to, like, literally talk to me. Like, they would just mom one-on-one -on because -one I had my baby there. They would bring their baby in, and I just made a ton of friends. Like, yeah, that's it, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like we don't – I mean, we wouldn't hang out outside of work, and so my work was I would go hang out with moms. I don't know. It was so, – it just – it was so fun. And even now, like, if people come in um, our workroom – like, we have a little separator that is like, okay, this is our workspace, this is it. But if people know us, like, they come back here and talk to us still. And I feel like I, be, not being from Carol, it's been cool to see how I have become involved in the community, I guess is the right way yeah. to say it. I love just um, my kids go to Carol school, and I just, I don't know, like, I just, I love Carol. It just has been such a great community for me to raise my babies and my business in. So it's been very supportive. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so just this kind of goes off the list of questions here, but um, what advice would you give to other um, moms or other, other women out there who are kind of doing what you did when you started, just kind of making their own stuff and trying to get – their own small business up and running what advice would you give to those women and moms uh, my biggest thing is always to start start small like the smallest step 
is the biggest step. Like, this, like one small step in the direction of where you want your life to go is so important. Like, if I wouldn't have been, if I just wouldn't have started practicing on cloth diapering, like, I would have never, I self-taught myself how to sew. I didn't um, have any experience before. I was just bored. And I think, like, it's very hard to start something and then you give up because yeah. you some people think that they need to go like all in right away and it's like small steps like you learn something and you take a small step and you learn something and you take a small step and that has the, I honestly think that's the only way that I've made it is because I I mean I started with nothing I bought a little fabric I learned I did, you know, like, I just, and then I got an Etsy shop, and then I figured this out, and it's, like, learn, small step, learn, small step, and eventually it's a big, and then you start making the bigger steps, and mm -hmm. then it and just then spirals. Get yeah, you are now. <laughs> so I just feel like, I feel like just keep going. Like, if you're on track with something, just keep going. Awesome. So... How do you feel your business has affected, like, owning a small business? How do you feel it's affected your own life, like, personally with your kids, with your fiancé or husband? Fiancé? Fiancé, yeah. Fiancé. Like, how do you feel like it's kind of affected that? Um, I can honestly say that I love my life. Like, I – there's never a day I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go to work today. Like, I literally am like, what, what am I doing today? I don't know, like – the girls that work for me are my best friends, and I go home, and I actually do all of our shirts, and our um, we do, like, vinyl-printed shirts, and so they, I have an office at home that I do that from because I would not, like, I have to manage my time separately, but I'll work from home, and then I'll work while I'm here, which is a lot of work for one person, yeah. but I love it, like... I, my office is downstairs in my basement at home, and when you walk downstairs, like, I don't have, I don't live in a big, elaborate house yet, but <laughs> um, you walk downstairs in my basement, and, like, the left side of my basement is all, like, my kids' stuff, and then the right side is my office, so, like, when they're playing and they don't need me, they just kind of need me to supervise, I'm in my office, and the, it's all together, so they can come, you know, show me what they're doing, and we listen to music a lot, and we dance a lot, and it's just, like, they understand that. This is mom's work. This is what she does. Like, there's just, like, a, I don't know. We go on, we don't go on business trips, but I do get some of my supplies from, like, Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And then, so, I'll take all the kids, and we'll go to Des Moines. And it's just, like, it's our lifestyle, but it's not, like, it's never, like, it's just fun. Like, yeah. they – I don't know. Everything – it's just – I really love it. I love – I don't know. It's It's a good – it's a good gig. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, kind of getting on – like, going on to the business side of things, do you feel – like, do you have to do a lot of networking with other businesses in the community, or are you pretty much just self-contained? Um, I I – Okay, so I do work with other businesses, actually. Um, I, I have to say that downtown Adams on Adams Street is all of us business owners pretty much know each other. We all get along really well. Um, 
so if we if I ever need advice or ask questions or like events and stuff I can always talk to any of them which is super awesome but um I don't talk to them every day I'm not like hey so how do I do my you know Shopify or whatever yeah. um I do have a couple of close friends um one I I had two vendors in my store that um, own bi- businesses here in town one of them is moving to Des Moines next month so she actually just took her stuff out today which is super sad but I am excited for her family to move but um they own two they own small businesses in Carroll also so it's kind of nice to have them in here so I can bounce ideas when they bring their products in and then I did just start collaborating with a photographer finally like a professional one instead of me yeah it's oh my gosh it's it's so cool because I am not a photographer at all but she is and she takes really good pictures so to be able to talk to her and pick her brain on like business things is really nice too so i wouldn't say it's just me you've got to but i don't have yeah yeah pretty much well that's great um kind of wrapping things up a little bit here do you have any goals or plans for the future that you want to tell our listeners about oh gosh um so we're always we have been growing rapidly in the last two years um our goal, I guess, okay, so I haven't mentioned this yet, but we have been wholesaling to other boutiques now. So we sell our items in the back room. Um, we were just putting them out on the floor and selling them or putting them on our website and selling them. But now we wholesale to other boutiques to sell to. And with that growing rapidly, we're going to run out of space back here (laughs) we just got this new desk actually yesterday or two days ago so that's like it's getting crowded so at some point we are going to need um a separate like sewing space versus our boutique and we'll have i don't know how that's going to happen or whatever but someday 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 i'll have a giant sewing room full of sewing and Fun. Hey, you know what? I I hope that I, I really do hope that happens for you because from what I've seen and from what I've heard from you today, this is just an awesome business. Yeah. You have done a lot of amazing things to get where you are today. Um, for our listeners, if you wanna if you wanna follow what uh, Jenna Bug Baby Boutique is doing, you can find her on Facebook. Yeah. Um, under Jenna Bug Baby Boutique, yeah. and then also I believe it's Jenna Bug Baby. Boutique.com or JennaBugBaby.com? It's JennaBugBaby.com. JennaBugBaby.com. Um, thank you so much for taking yeah. the time. I know we had some scheduling issues trying to get this <laughs> going, but uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah. Um, remember to all my listeners, um, find us on Facebook, Mopop Podcast, um, and Instagram under Mopop Pod. And thanks for listening to that. Um, I had a lot of fun recording with Jen. She was awesome. Um, as you heard, she has a really inspiring story. I hope that she inspired you as much as she inspired me. Um, once again, I'm sorry for the coughs. Um, I am just getting over a cold. I hope you really enjoyed listening. I really enjoyed talking to Jen. Um, be sure to find us on social media. Um, be sure to recommend us to your friends. Thanks a lot. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>